Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. Goal of the show is to give you the tools and tactics you need to go out there and crush it in your business. And the way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. Uh, the way that we do that is to answer the questions submitted to thewhistleway.com. Um, you can submit questions there. You can subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our referral network, our email newsletter, and our private Facebook group where we share a lot of tips and tricks and learn about the upcoming events we have like our CMO experience uh, where we're going to dive deep into teaching you how to effectively have a marketing department in your company. We're going to share everything we're doing here at Whistle, partner with our boy Grant Wise over at Whitley and all the crazy remarketing stuff that they've been able to layer on top of what we're already doing. Uh, so I'd love to have you at our upcoming event in June. Go to thewhistleway.com. And if you are watching on YouTube, if you enjoyed the show today, make sure to hit that thumbs up button, let YouTube know. And if you are, um, if you want more of the content, hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, hook us up with a review. It'd mean a lot to us. It's hard to get reviews on a podcast. So we appreciate you taking a few minutes to write a little review about the value you got from the show. Very much. Let's dive in. So we create a lot of videos. A little bit. We you make, know we have like 6,000 videos or something that we've shot. It's, it's thousands. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. And so obviously uh, you and I started doing this together seven years ago. Yes. We have since grown to a nine-person marketing department. Did we hire another one? I consider myself as part, of, as part of the nine. I have eight. We have eight under me, but I'm I'm in it. Oh, Heather's part of it. Yeah, no, that's nine. Okay. Um, Damn, we hired another person. <laughs> no, we, we're hiring three more. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I, I oh, we you and I have made a lot of videos. I've done a lot of videos for you, um, but we've also, as we grow, we make a lot of videos as well for other people, right? We make videos as as the media team for our agents, for uh, our community, for our company. What I want to kind of talk about is for those of you that are watching this, even if you don't think about it, I'm sure you are creating videos for other people, right? Where you're spotlighting a restaurant, spotlighting a park. How do we get more traction on that by encourage? How do we get other people to share that video? Yeah. So this goes to one of my rules in life is just to assume everybody is stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. The, and it's pretty close yeah. most of the time. Like it's you can't get disappointed if you just assume everybody's stupid. <laughs> like you just set the bar really, really low, and life just gets a lot easier. Like when you you know where you just can't get disappointed, right? Like you, I'm still surprised. I assume people, and then they 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 dip below the bar, and it blows my mind. You got to lower your bar. Your bar's too high. Brian. My bar's way too you high. Just apparently, got to assume everybody's stupid. And and the fact, and I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but I'm I'm just being very real. When you just assume everybody is stupid, it just gets easier, right? Mm-hmm. You you gotta, <coughs> excuse me, you gotta understand. You just have to tell people what to do, because the problem is we make these assumptions that people are smarter than they are, and that they know what to do with these things. Well, when they then they don't do what's logical to do and then we get upset with them because they didn't do something so logical and so the other thing that if you haven't read extreme ownership you should read that um because that's another principle that i live by is like one you have to assume everybody's stupid and then two you just have to own everything as though it's your fault Mm -hmm. and like when you combine those two together like that's where a lot of magic happens and i know it sounds weird but like it truly does because if we assume like it's my bad that it's not like we just installed new printers in our offices. And then all of a sudden there's all these questions popping up. Like, how do I do this? I was like, I could blame other people, but at the end of the day, it's my fault. 
I'm just going to assume it's one. We should have assumed everybody's stupid and just posted instructions how to use the printer and we would have been better off wouldn't have had all the questions, but the assumption wasn't made the way it should have been. But then now we didn't do that. Now it's like, well, what do I do? Do I scream and yell at people or just say, damn, I screwed up. I should have made sure that there was a, a smoother rollout here. And so when you combine those two things together, of assume people are stupid and then own it if there's mistakes that are made, it becomes a lot easier. And so the thing that we've learned is we have to tell people explicitly what to do. Just like I think you probably could see a printer in the background. Like you got to make it so crystal clear. Like here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. If you run into this error, here's what you need to do. If you're on a Mac, use this. If you're on a PC, use that. Be careful of this issue. Like you've got to be very clear with a printer. You got to be very clear with a video as well. And you got to shoot a video and then not just tell people like, all right, hey, your video's up and assume they know what to do with the damn video. Like you've got to make it clear to them that hey, the more of your friends and your family that like and comment and share this video, the more whatever platform it is they're sharing it on is going to assume there's value in this video. Because it's one thing for somebody to watch a video, which is very, very valuable. Um, so, so one, to get people to actually watch it. And then two, for people to like it, which is good, to comment, which is, is even better, and to share, which is great. Because if somebody watches a video and then shares it, the whatever platform that person's watching on is assuming like not only did they keep this person's attention through the whole video, the person liked it and commented and then shared it on their own page. Like that's got to be a good video. We should probably show it to some more people. And now you get those people like it, comment, share it, right? Like, so you've got to make it clear to people. They need to encourage their friends and family to like, comment and share. And most importantly, share the video because right. If, if Facebook or Insta or whatever sees that you're sharing it, it's got to be good. You wouldn't put this shit on your page if you didn't think it was good. So you have to encourage people to do things like that. Um, other things that we found is um, we love sending people like restaurants, for example, we'll do these videos of the restaurant and send them the YouTube link. But then we also send them the instructions of how to take that YouTube video and embed that onto their actual website. And there's still multiple restaurants we've done videos of that have our video on the front page of their website. I just checked today. Antica yeah. still has it up. That's, I mean, how cool is that? And we shot that, what, four years ago probably? Probably, yeah. Um, and he called us to sell his home not too long ago, a million-dollar house. Like, That's pretty cool to have your video that you shot on somebody else's webpage, getting views on their webpage from their customers, right? Like, But that wouldn't have happened if we didn't tell them how to do it. And so the more we tell people what to do, the better off we are. And we do the same thing with our agents, right? Like we shoot a video for one of our agents, they get an email and we built a template out and the template tells them like, share it here, post it there, put it on your stores. Like we make it very, very clear to people what to do. And if you don't and people don't do anything, it's your fault, right? Except extreme ownership on that. But if you give them all the instructions, you're going to be far better off and you usually don't have to, you know, that. Yeah. One of the things that I added in here as well, we don't do this as much with the emails to our agents, but more so with the printer stuff and uh, especially with our community stuff is mixing your mediums as well when you're telling them what to do. So some people will only watch, some people will only read. Um, so mix when you, when you send out a video and say, here's your video, or sorry, so when you send out an email, put a video in there and say, watch this three minute video to, to understand how to get the most out of your your, uh, your your video, put in text, put in photos, mix your mediums up so that way you catch people how they like to consume content. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. if you sent me text that took you three minutes 
to talk about in a video, that would be so much text. I would see it and I'd run away. Yep. Right. Like that's just the way my brain works. And there's other people who are never going to watch your video, but they're going to read all your text. You don't know who you're sending it to. You don't know if you're sending it to the watcher or the reader. So you want to make sure to hit them both ways. Do you have any other extra tips before we go on? on yeah, I mean, biggest thing too is making sure that you're tagging people in the videos. That helps a lot so that they know you posted the video. So maybe they don't see your email or whatever it is that you notified them in. But make sure you're tagging people in your videos so that they go and actually watch the video. And they're more likely to share the video if they were tagged in it. Um, and now on Instagram, you have the collaborator feature. Like that collaborator feature is huge because it basically makes it where so you go in like you're going to tag which they still haven't changed it it just says add it. tag but add tag then opens up invite, invite a collaborator. collaborator yeah um when you invite a collaborator so if brian puts a post up and invites me to collaborate it's as though brian and i both individually posted it on our um, profiles which it's therefore going to get significantly more reach that way and if you have ten thousand views and i have 400 views it shows that we each have 10,400 views. It makes me feel really good because I'm piggybacking off <laughs> your, your clout, audience. You're clout jacking. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. But again, if, if you're doing this for an agent or for a restaurant, yeah, you actually, you absolutely want them to feel good about what they're doing. Um, another thing I added here is you really want to help whoever you want to share this. You really want to help them understand why they're doing it, um, what is important, and, and the whole what's in it for me. Um, and make sure that you don't just say share because it's good for me. Like, why is this good for them? If they get more views, what does that do for their business? That type of thing. Yeah. One of the other things that, that you um, layered on that I think is really effective is actually sending them something, letting them know how many views they got on the video. Because that's addictive, right? Like some people who aren't familiar with social don't really know anything. But when you send them something and, and all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, that video got a thousand views or 10,000 or whatever, right? Like they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like I had no idea that that many people would watch it. it makes them feel good and they want more of it. Um, and so I think it's really good to help people understand like the impact that that video you did had. Um, not only whatever they've seen physically at their business, but when they can see numbers, that can be really valuable. Yep, and I share the reach, the number of engagements, the number of shares, uh, the number of views. So yep. I think they got some actionable items from this. Cool. Cool. Well, if you did enjoy the show today, if you uh, watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up button, let you to know you enjoyed it. If you got a question, throw it in the comments. And if you want more of the content, hit the subscribe button and notification bell. And if you are listening on a podcast platform, hook us up with a review. It means a lot to us. And if you have questions you want us to answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, ask us questions, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our referral network, email newsletter, and private Facebook group where we share tips and tricks, and get dialed in with our courses, whether it be our uh, digital um, Media Mayor Mastermind course or in-person CMO experience or whatever other events we've got going on, you can get all those details at thewhistleway.com. And before we wrap, Brian, we always like to share a little something we call the Whistle Widget of the Week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got for us? So I got a new laptop recently, and I was at home working, and I needed to do some things that I didn't have access to on that laptop. And so... I remembered I have this app that I really love and it allows me to, to log in to, from to my main computer from any computer wherever I'm at. Um, this this is called Team Viewer. They have a free version. They have a commercial version that you pay for if you use it commercially. Um, 
that's all I'll say about that. But they do have a free version that some people use. They do have a paid version that some people use. Um, and it's really cool. It lets you log in to another computer from a, a different computer. Um, it has some lag, so trying to edit a video or photos on it is painful. But if I needed to log into this computer and get access to a website or a login or a calendar or my big thing is I, I like to utilize it to get files off of this computer if I don't have them on Dropbox. Lots of different things you can do, uh, but TeamViewer is very neat. I love it. Cool. Uh, the one that I'll share, if you've ever seen people post on Facebook, I know it works. Some parts of Instagram it works and LinkedIn. If you've ever seen people put posts up where their text actually has like, it's either bolded or it's italicized or um, it's even got like bubbles around it and, and just sign it kind of unique fonts. If you've ever wondered how to do that, the site I use is called coolsymbol.com, coolsymbol.com. And you just, uh, you know, type your text into it and then it'll show you, you know, dozens of different fonts that it can convert it into. You just hit the copy button, paste it into your social platform and it can just help make your post stand out a little bit um, by adding something, right? As people are scrolling with a thumb, they see the same font over and over and over and all of a sudden they see something that's bold or italics or um, it can catch people's eye and get a little more attention on your post. So coolsymbol.com. Don't do that with text messages. That's guaranteed. Every I'm getting spam text messages that use that. I'm like, what are you doing? It looks horrible. Anyway. It's pretty obvious, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hopefully you got some value out of the show today. Again, I'm Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty. I'm Brian Kochi. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you guys.